Hello and welcome to this series of presentations based on the book, Praying with Passion, Grounded in Obedience. Can you imagine just a few years ago thinking about the power of computing with artificial intelligence, or AI as it is called, to do just about anything you want? Now it is becoming a reality as more and more computing power is invested in artificial intelligence. It is an amazing idea to think that we can simply give our computer a subject and have it write out a well-researched and well-written essay keyed to our intended audience on any subject we can imagine. New rules and new laws are being presented every day in an effort to manage this new technology. What is even more amazing is having the ability to directly connect with that artificial intelligence in such a way as it seems to understand our innermost thoughts and feelings, and ways that we express ourselves by the written and spoken word, and it seems to understand how we are individually dealing with life and its many complications. We can do that by letting AI read our prior writings, or by speaking to it through the computer interface. Even with that, the idea of the artificial intelligence actually getting inside our brain and directly reading our thoughts isn't here yet, and thank goodness for that. It's hard to imagine where this may take us in just a few short years, but even with all those advances in technology, right now we do have a greater intelligence available to us than artificial intelligence, simply waiting to hear from us and respond to us. And when that greater intelligence hears from us, it knows exactly what we need and how to help us in anything we're trying to do. I think you know that greater intelligence is God. There is no entity greater. There is no computer that can compete with him. And we have a direct mental, emotional, and even physical connection to Almighty God through prayer available to us all the time. We carry him around inside us through the presence of the Holy Spirit. All we need to do is ask. As you can imagine from the title of this series, this is all about prayer and developing your passion for prayer. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you will be blessed through participating in this study. In these teachings, I hope to see you experience the power of prayer. This is not some great theological work, but a rather simple and fundamental series of presentations. The study is easy, the concepts are basic, but the rewards are so very great. I encourage you to get the book so that you can more easily follow along with these studies. It's available on Amazon.com and through other Christian book dealers in both digital and bound formats. I encourage you to check out my website, prayingwithpassion.com. There's a link to get the book there, too. You don't need the book to get started, but it will certainly help you follow the teachings in future podcast sessions. It will enhance your studies and help you get more depth out of each session. Before we get started, however, you may wonder just who I am and what gives me the right to be offering a book and a study on prayer. If you check out my bio on the website, you'll see that I'm not a seminary-trained theologian. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a pastor. I'm just a guy who loves Jesus as our Lord and believes what the Bible says about Him and what it says about prayer. Professionally, I have a law degree, and I practiced law in the Houston area of Southeast Texas for many years in a small town. I was a state district judge for many years, and now I'm a senior state district judge. That means I retired from the active bench, but I now travel around my area of Texas on a part-time basis, presiding over cases in some of the highest-level trial courts in the great state of Texas. I deal with complex lawsuits that affect your homes, your livelihood, your children. I deal with cases of murder, rape, robbery, and other serious crimes. A district judge has a lot of power. 
powers to arrest people or take away their children, power to put people in prison. In my former life, I was a soldier on active duty for about 10 years. I was in heavy tanks, an armor officer in the United States Army, also commanding a lot of power with huge 70-ton tanks using all the fire, firepower, speed, and shock effect that they possessed. There was tremendous power there. But all that power as either a judge or as a soldier is nothing compared to the power of prayer. Prayer is that gift from God that is second only to our salvation in importance. Only our salvation in God's Word, the Bible, have more relevance in our Christian lives. Prayer is our reward for being a committed child of God. It connects us to the greatest power in the universe, greater than the greatest armies, greater than the man-made judicial system, greater than artificial intelligence, and greater than anything you can even imagine, certainly greater than any power I personally ever had. Prayer unleashes the power of the Holy Spirit and enables God to work in the lives of His people. As James 5.16 says, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. This series on praying with passion is a study on the basics of prayer. We will cover the fundamentals of prayer of faith, love, and forgiveness. There are mechanics of prayer where we will see what the Bible tells us about how to go about prayer in a scriptural and effective way. We will look at the heart of prayer, which is all about understanding and following God's will in our lives. The heart of prayer is really what our prayer life is all about. And finally, we will get into the practical application of prayer in our lives. Practical prayer studies include healing prayer as set out in the Bible, prayer in spiritual warfare, prayer in deliverance from demonic influences, and praying through adversity. And I know we all face adversity in our lives. The final sessions in this series will be on the authority we have in the name of Jesus over our health, our well-being, and in growing stronger in all areas of our lives. With that introduction, I think it's important to understand what I mean by the term praying with passion. Praying with passion means having an intense, real relationship with God that is manifested through our own physical, emotional, and spiritual sense of that reality. It means a conversation with God in which we truly know in our hearts that He hears us. Our passion for fellowship with God becomes visible, even tangible, as we communicate with God in such a way that we move closer to God in all parts of our lives. Praying with passion is praying for real. In the book, I talk about our attitude about prayer, both our mental and physical attitudes as we go about prayer, our internal, even soul-deep attitude about prayer and its effect on ourselves and others is very personal. There is no one other than God who knows the depth of our heart like we do. Personally and intimately, we know the condition of our heart just as God knows. I firmly believe that a life of prayer will change our hearts and draw us closer to God in all parts of our lives. As we change and develop, I also believe we will have a greater ability to spiritually affect our families, our friends, our communities, and ultimately our entire area of influence. I believe that is part of the sanctification process that all born-again believers should be going through. While we individually change and mature spiritually, our effect on others will change and mature as well. In a very real sense, our individually changed lives will lead us to set about healing our land. In the well-known verse in 2 Chronicles 7.14, God said, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. 
Now, keep in mind that we born-again believers are God's people. We modern-era Christians and those before us and those who will follow us until the end times have replaced the early Israelites as God's chosen people. While that verse was originally intended for the ancient Jewish people then and there and their governance of the land of Israel, it can and does apply to us here and now in the governance of our faithful Christian lives. To understand who we are, 1 Peter 2.9 says it best. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So you see, we are God's chosen people, and our land is not necessarily the United States of America or wherever you may live right now. When looking at the Old Testament scripture from Jeremiah, Completed by the New Testament text in 1 Peter, we see that our land, our territory, if you will, is that geographical and spiritual area of influence over which each Christian has dominion. When we talk about healing our land, I firmly believe we are talking about reconnecting Christian believers with the true word and works of God without our culture-directed accommodations and negative impacts that we so often see in many areas of modern Christian life. Can you imagine living in a place healed by the mighty hand of God? But we look around at our present situation and I think we often wonder if God really does care about us. We wonder why we don't hear from God. Where is God's power in our lives now? Where is God's hand on our lives and on our families? What we see from our experience and observation is all the pain, heartache, frustration, and devastation in the world. We look around us and see selfishness and self-centered actions tearing apart our families, our communities, our churches, our cities, and our country. We see divisions of all kinds ripping us apart. We see our culture and our country ripped apart and almost recreated, changing and not for the better, with a blatant disregard for morality in so many areas of culture. We look around and know that Satan truly is loose on earth, like the roaring lion described in 1 Peter 5.8, waiting to devour the weak and unsuspecting and uninformed. We have become so desperate to find some solution to the chaos, the crime, the ugliness, and the brutality that seems to surround us. We often feel powerless to do anything about it. We want to resort to the government or to the courts or to people like me to put the criminals in jail or to rid society of the problems by locking up the troublemakers. Well, I do my part, but that is not the solution. The government is not the solution. The solution takes more power than I will ever have. The solution takes us, committed Christians such as yourself, such as myself, being connected together in the fellowship of believers to in turn connect to the awesome power of God. And once connected, using that awesome power for the betterment of the kingdom of God. We get that connection through prayer. We tap into that power through prayer. Without effective scripturally based prayer and living a life of prayer, we will not be able to overcome the evil that surrounds us and attacks from every angle. Just as the Bible says in number 624, I know you want God to smile on you, to bless you, and to fill your life with blessings and give you peace so that those blessings can flow out of you and flow out of your life onto others. I can relate to that because that is exactly how I have felt for so many years and so many times in the past, and I feel that way now as well. But that hasn't always been the case with me. A few years ago, my heart had gone cold, and I was not experiencing a life anywhere close to feeling blessed. 
As I looked back, I was blessed. I just didn't feel it or see it. Like so many Christians I know, I did not have that deep relationship and fellowship with God that I was so hungry to find. There was a melancholy feel to my faith that just didn't have any depth. So I began studying and searching. Well, two things had a great impact on me around the same time as I began that quest. One was my son's spiritual growth as he was attending Howard Payne University and his sharing that growth with me. The other was a visit to our local church by Steve Canfield and his ministry team from Life Action Ministries. Steve is a wonderful man of God and along with his wife, Debbie, has had a great influence on me and literally hundreds of thousands of other believers. Through these events and then through prayer, I finally found the relationship with God that I was looking for. Through prayer, I began to understand the depth and power of God's love. I found affirmative answers to prayer. I found depth and understanding of God's sovereignty. And I found out about the spiritual authority each of us have through prayer to do great things in His kingdom. I found out and personalized and internalized the fact that Jesus wants us to know that He will always be there for us in our times of trouble. God truly does want you to know Him and through Him to know our Lord Jesus Christ personally, intimately, and passionately. Since my awakening, I've seen the results of powerful prayer and seeing affirmative answers to prayer in the physical healing of myself and the healing of so many other people, in battles of spiritual warfare against demonic powers, and in other spiritual areas. I've seen God help me and help others through serious troubles and adversity. Prayer is real. The results of prayer is real. So as we go forward with these studies, I hope to help you get an understanding of the power and intimacy of prayer to help you get joy back into your prayer life and to make a difference in your own life and in the lives of others through prayer. It is my hope and prayer that at the end of these studies, your prayer life will be greatly enriched and that you will become a faithful prayer warrior for God. I look forward to sharing God's word on prayer and my own experiences in the power of prayer. With that, welcome to Praying with Passion, Grounded in Obedience. The next series of podcasts will begin to dig down deeply into the subject of prayer. Once again, I encourage you to get the book, Praying with Passion, Grounded in Obedience. I'll see you next time, and until then, may God bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you and give you peace. 